Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, this is Connecting with Coincidence. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. And uh, I want to tell you about my brother, uh, Alan, who stopped at a restaurant on his way back from Florida uh, last week. And for the first time in decades, bought a bag of Charles Chips. When we were boys in Wilmington, Delaware, my parents had these delicious Charles Chips potato chips delivered in one-pound cans. We devoured them. Now, when Alan got back home to Pittsburgh last week, there was a can of Charles chips waiting for him. I had sent them to him as a peace offering for my guilt about playing badly in a baseball playoff game when we were teammates in high school. I'd never before sent them to him. It turned out that on the way back to Pittsburgh from Florida, he, for the first time in decades, had himself bought a bag of Charles chips. Now, my brother's not into coincidences, but he said, is this a coincidence? I said, sure is. 
And it suggested, I suggested to him that this was evidence of a telepathic connection between him and me. That was hard for him to consider, but hopefully not you. And last week, I went to an Aboriginal museum talk by an Aboriginal man who photographs birds on rooftops to capture Aboriginal adaptation and ways of being. During the talk, I asked him about black swans, which are prevalent in Australia and not anyplace else. He did not respond to the question. And there, four hours later, as I enter the Charlottesville downtown mall, he is leaving the mall. I seize the moment to talk with him. His next focus for his photography is black swans. Just a coincidence, all these coincidences? Many would dismiss my running into him at the mall as just something that happens. Those people might not ask me the details of how I got there at the right time. So I'll ask myself, well, Dr. Coincidence, how did you get there at the right time? Did he tell you he was going to be there? No, he did not. I was sitting in my car listening to some music and then felt the urge to walk the half mile to the mall. I had two choices about which ways to go. I passed the, the one that led me right to him. Following these intuitive urges has been studied as psi-mediated instrumental responses, using psi to get where you need to be. Learn to home your own homing pigeon capacities. Test out your intuitive urges. Learn which ones to listen to. Our guest does that. Our guest today very much does that. Lumari is an intuitive life coach, psychic consultant, wisdom teacher, visionary energy master, and author. For over 20 years, she has shown clients all over the world how to celebrate their soul purpose and follow their highest destiny. She's an award-winning author of numerous, numerous spiritual, metaphysical, and self-help books, including Language of Creation, Akashic Records, Collective Keepers of the Divine Expression. Her latest book sounds like it's pretty different from the rest of them, Shopping for a Man, The Ultimate Woman's Guide to Dating, a Really Great Guy. What a title. What an idea. I hope it works. Lumari, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Bernie. It's so wonderful to be here. I'm happy to be here. What a coincidence. <laughs> well, this is one that we can explain, so it's not, a, it's not a coincidence in the way we usually think about it. But why don't you, why don't you tell us um, that, that uh, Los Angeles coincidence? Oh, I would love to. I would love to. So my husband Peter and I were in the Los Angeles area, and we go there relatively frequently, a few times a year. And I really wanted a good cup of coffee and some pastry, but not like crappy pastry, you know, good pastry. So we are driving all over L.A. and Beverly Hills looking for a coffee shop, but also looking for a place to stop. So no matter where we went, we were blocked. There were no parking spaces on the street. The off-ramp on the freeway was closed. The street was blocked with traffic. We couldn't go anywhere. Like, we drove around for an hour trying to find a good cup of coffee. And so finally we just decided, he's the driver, he just decided, look, we'll just go to Santa Monica and find a place there. And we liked Santa Monica, so we went there. Immediately, there was a parking space right in front of this bakery called Sweet Lady Jane. Never been there before and been to Santa Monica quite a few times. But it looked beautiful, and everybody seems to be really happy, parked right out front. And we got seated. We ordered our coffee. And when I looked up, it was amazing. A dear friend of mine, her name is Lee Taylor Young, walked right into the coffee shop. And sat down at the chair next to us with her friend. And then she turned around and looked at me. And, like, both of us were screaming and laughing. I, she lives there. I usually, when I go to L.A., I call her and see if she's going to be around. I never called her. I never called to say I was coming. And, in, and I'd never been to this coffee shop, which is really a great bakery. So the universe brought her into that coffee shop. After delaying my husband and I for over an hour and a half just so we could meet for coffee and enjoy the morning. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm trying to take apart what you mean by universe, because I think there are ways to explain it. Uh, I, I ha- I've continued to have trouble with the term universe because the universe is so large. 
and it's a way of saying that it happened, but I don't really know how it happened, but it happened and something kind of made it happen. And there is a cause somewhere, an explanation. Do you have anything more clear than universe uh, as a way of understanding how that happened? Well, there are several different ways of looking at it. Now, I can't actually say that I was thinking of her before I left New Mexico and flew to L.A., I can't say that that was there, but when I think of L.A., I always think of her because we usually have coffee and, and she's a, a great friend. Um, I, I just feel that sometimes the, the signs, the energies, the, the timing sets up so it's inevitable. Now, for me, in the more intuitive and, and spiritual realm, I use universe because it's a bigger it actually is bigger and, and kind of for people sometimes less loaded. Yeah. Um, less loaded when, when than, I God, look at, than God, for example. Yes. And I like to use the word divine instead of God. Yeah. Because that is more open for people. Then they don't have to think of a name and a telephone number for who they worship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a picture. I'm trying to bring it down even further than that from just saying this kind of global, we don't understand it, but it's their idea to, to trying to see how an intuitive might talk about her own intuitive capacities. You'd have to think about her when you went to L.A. because you usually think about her when you go to L.A. So she's in your mind, even if it's not conscious. Yes, yeah, she's in my she's in my uh, Los Angeles area. <laughs> Psychic intuitive directory. Yeah, that's that's right. That's very good. That's very good. She's that's where she is. So, you, you, and but it's you, really but, funny because I'm sure she wanted to speak to me as well. Because yes, there's yeah. no way we would have been delayed that like that. That's the important part of it. A lot of times we get caught up in our own roles and the coincidences, but there's another person involved in this, and she would have wanted to see you. So, what I can't explain is all the blocks you had for getting to that coffee shop. That is something you didn't do that I can say directly, uh, that the off-ramp wasn't there, the parking wasn't there. And then the decision, intuitive, I'll say, let's go to Santa Monica and see what happens. So you showed up, and that's a little more of a mystery. But in my way of thinking it, she knew in, a, in an intuitive way that you were coming and that she could time her getting there for her to see you. And I look at this as human GPS, as that we have a kind of a radar mapping of important people in our lives. And boom, there she was. And there you were. And she could pick you up. I'm not sure, again, how it was that you got there, but she could pick you up. And what does she do? Sit right next to you. Yes, it was really amazing because the amount of delays for me to just get a cup of coffee because I just didn't want to go to a chain store. I wanted to go something, you know, unique. The amount of, L I mean, traffic in L.A. is busy anyway, but oh, this yeah. was like off the charts. And it was like, oh, yes, of course. Well, everything happened to delay me so that I would have a chair. There would be a table right next to me, and she could sit right down and then look at me and go, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I really like those. Um, the t the timing is what's so interesting. And when I talk to statisticians about coincidences like this, they don't take the timing into consideration in their statistical analyses. And the timing mm. is so essential to make it happen. Definitely. Well, without the timing, then you can't actually say it's a coincidence, meaning this incident is aligned and happening at the same time to bring two people together. That's right. You, you, you really can't. And they don't include that in the timing. But that's, that's in, in, their, uh, in their probability analysis. Well, we're coming, we're coming to the end of this. And I look, I look more easily for me into uh, Leigh Taylor's, Lee Taylor's uh, Young's a feeling about it um, that I can think of her locating you in an intuitive space in her mind and without knowing why kind of like the way I got on the mall to meet this aboriginal artist from from Australia somehow I I could get to him because I needed to talk to him and there he was and there she was 
You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We, we are talking to Amari Lumari, uh, and we'll be back after a short break. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Welcome back to CC with BB. I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We're talking with Lomari, whose latest book is The Ultimate Woman's Guide to Dating a Really Great Guy. Lomari is a great intuitive. She, she's an intuitive life coach. We're talking about another coincidence, this one happening in San Diego. Tell us about that, Lomari. Oh, and this just happened, Bernie. It just happened a couple months ago. Oh, good. I was at a a conference in San Diego and I was networking with a spiritual leaders and consciousness leaders, which it was a really great weekend event. And I was introduced to, to this author and I've never met her before. Her name is Lisa Barnett. And I didn't even know she would be there. Now, Lisa has written books on the Akashic records and so have I. So I knew who she was by reputation, but I had never been in the space to meet her. As soon as she was introduced, and we were introduced to each other, she looked at me and said, I know you, Lumari, thank you. And I'm like, you do? <laughs> and she told me that I have been a role model for, and an inspiration for her. Because when she was exploring her own path and new ways of working with the Akashic Records, she read my book, Akashic Records, Collective Keepers of Divine Expression. And she said, my book and the way I connected with them changed the way that she looked at the Akashic Records. And it actually changed her direction in her own exploration. And I had no clue that I would meet this woman, that we would connect. And obviously, the Akashic and everything else would be part of it. And, and really, Bernie, I'm still smiling about this because she's really well known for this. And it was just an honor and a delight. And then I was like, really? And, and, you know, I play there, right. As an intuitive, I play in these coincidences and alignments and intuitive relationships. And I was still surprised. And we still, she and I are still in communication laughing about it. Cool. And, and, and it's such a nice illustration of a great coincidence. And when I, when I ask people about coincidence, I'm going to ask you, you've, you've kind of told us, but your first response when she told you how you had influenced her was surprise. Yes. 
and then uh, it then it had something. Then, then you had a feeling about the future with her, and it kind of like gave you a feeling about yourself, and a feeling about what could happen with her. And that's yes. What, what could you describe that again, please? What the future looked well, like? Well, I I just I felt oh, in in everything that's going on, all of a sudden there was a real connection with someone that I personally had never met, even though she thinks, you know, in her mind, of course she met me, she read my book, and you're always part of the books that you read, yeah. right? And the yeah, books yeah. that you write. And, and since then, I've interviewed her for um, uh, a summit that I did on leveraging your sacred gifts, and we've been in communication, and I didn't know it was going to happen like that, but the energy around it was like, oh, we know each other. We know each other in a, in a different way, but there is an energy and a bond and a connection there that I never would have even recognized or known about if I hadn't gone to San Diego. That's really nice when that happens. I, I, I like that. It's not just it, – it, it's – that you were connected before you had your co coincidence in San Diego. Uh, and then your going there made it really alive for both of you because you now met each other. And then you could establish a real world relationship with each other in which you could feed off each other's intuitive capacities and information. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Very nice. Um, that brings that that, that coincidence um, about Akashic records. Um, I wonder if you talk talk about the the role of Akashic records and synchronicity. Oh, I would love to. Please do. So the the Akashic records for me, the Akashic records are a collective of beings who hold the wisdom of the universe. And, and bring it all together for the universe's own wisdom and then for us as well. So we get to access certain things in the Akashic Records that are related to us. You can't just go into the Akashic Records and get everything you want. Even Apple won't let you do that. So you know that the Akashic Records, the wisdom of everything, isn't going to let you do that either. But... The, the Akashic Records, what's brilliant about it is it can actually show you all the alignments and coincidences that happened for you to be on this planet, for you to meet certain people, for you to align with the higher destiny of your own life, because they're charting all of that. Because that's how the universe comes into being. We might say that the universe collides and therefore the Big Bang happened. But actually, it's way bigger and way more complicated than that. All of these different things had to come together to create and then flow all the way through to this moment in time. And they track all of it. And who is they? The collective keepers of divine expression. That's what they introduce themselves to me as. They are um, divine beings. But they are more interested in the details of the universe as opposed to um, divinity aspects. So it's kind of like the, the like Steve Jobs and everybody else got together in the cosmos and said, let's see what really happened. And that's what they're doing up there. And so you have access and they watch over it and they collect all of this brilliant information from places we haven't even heard of yet and how do you how do you access these divine keepers so for me personally i have a, a relationship with them because when i wrote my book i actually interviewed them i i said okay everybody has these ideas about it i want to know more and that's kind of how i work as an intuitive anyway i open myself i ask a question and then I receive answers, and I asked if I could interview them to find out. Now, now you can also, each person that's listening, aside from obviously getting more information from my book and other books that are out there, um, you can tune in and ask questions and be aligned with who you are, and then ask questions very formally to the Akashic Records. So you can't just ask a question like, 
oh, yeah, so what's this all about? Because you're not going to get anything from that question. Anyway, you know, Bernie, when you're asking a question, the more brilliant and specific your question is, the better answers you get, right? Makes a big difference. Not, uh, in science, particularly, it's the way you ask questions that gives you the kind of answer that you need. And it's that's called hypothesis making and making the hypothesis in a way that can be answered by the experiment that you do is a big trick. And that's absolutely right. It's very and even just talking to people in, on this planet, uh, the kinds of questions you ask, the way you ask them, makes a lot of difference to what response you're going to get. Exactly. And, and I, I love, I call them brilliant questions. I love brilliant questions where the answer is so rich that you can play in it, but then the question is going to lead you further. And, and what you described as science is exactly, I mean, exactly the same thing. So when you're doing your meditations and tuning into the Akashic Records. And my book has meditations. Other people have meditations as well. I do readings on it to tune in for people who would rather just have outside guidance for that. Yeah. When you tune into it, you can actually feel a difference. And the response that you most likely will hear, because that's usually how we get guidance outside of ourselves as we hear it, um, is much more formalized. How can you, how, what it characterizes the sound of the voice that you hear that comes from the, these keepers? I wouldn't say the sound is different, although some people may actually hear a different tone. I would say the answer is a little bit more formal. And so we would say, if you, if you ask, okay, um, Akashic, what is a coincidence? And then instead of them going, well, a coincidence, they, they may phrase it more formal. Well, when you consider what coincidence may be in your life, you must look at many different angles that come together in one moment to provide you insight and wisdom that you can use now and may use later. See how more formal it is? Yeah, it's more thorough, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's, a, that's a good answer. Um, oh, the, I, I get a sense for the formality, and that's it's it's in learning how to be intuitive or use my own intuition. Um, I need to be able to separate out what might be coming from what I think of as me, even though the distinction between me and what's not me is getting blurrier and blurrier. I can still have a sense for who I am and what my needs are as a person in a body, but to try to see which are guidance in information from someplace else. Uh, I try to be able to say that I can define this as something guiding me from outside of me and helping our listeners know how to listen to their intuitive voices is what I am talking with you about. Mm. Well, when you're looking at that for yourself, first of all, guidance is very rarely judgmental. So it may tell you not to do something, but it's not going to scold you. So that's number one for everybody listening. You know, you're not going to get scolded. You're not going to be corrected in those ways that we humans do to each other and to ourselves. Yeah. Okay. The next part is the energy and the wisdom and the guidance seems bigger. It is bigger, but we're talking about the sensory feeling of it. It seems bigger than you. It's like a fresh air moving through your mind and your body and it opens you to perceive something that under we're coming to the end of this segment. I'm sorry. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD on the Exxon Broadcast Network. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? 
The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Welcome back. Welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and we are talking with Lumari about how do you know you're getting intuitive guidance? How do you know maybe it's not you trying to fool yourself somehow? And some of the hints she's giving us is that guidance is not judgmental. You're not being scolded. And the energy of the guidance is what we ended with our last segment. It seems bigger than you. Would you tell us what you mean by that, please? Oh, definitely. So most of us have an idea, even the creative people, because they want to talk to creative people because they have a, a better, a, a more expansive mind thought process, right? They're used to receiving ideas where a lot of people aren't. They're used to a more focused perception. All of it is good. When you receive intuitive guidance, it is like a beautiful spring breeze comes through your mind and opens you to see more. So there is an expansion. There is a greater perception. You see beyond what you already know. Sometimes it is a confirmation about what you thought, but even if it's a confirmation, there is a very sometimes significant and sometimes gentle wow factor. Like, you go, oh, or... because it comes into you in a different way. And it's important to know that sometimes your guidance will be more formal, like we were talking about the Akashic Records. Sometimes it will be more gentle and even a little bit cryptic, but it leads you. Uh And what I am looking at is even more basic than this. When When I was listening to music in my car, deciding when to leave to go to the downtown mall in Charlottesville to take a walk there. I Mm -hmm. felt the urge to do it at a certain time. It was like 
this urge is like a little sometimes comes through as leave now um but mm -hmm. it's a little more vague than that so this is not a, a breeze necessarily it's not necessarily a new insight it's it's okay the timing is good to move and i don't question question it it was like okay time to go and that timing to go was exquisitely well timed for me to run into the guy at, on the mall so that's a, what kind of intuition is that in your in your scheme well, a lot of people describe that as more a gut feeling, only because it actually requires an action. So I'm going to use that. It doesn't necessarily really mean you feel it in your gut, although right. people do, but it's more a directive. Yeah, like, a directive. Oh, yeah. yes, do this. Yeah. And, it, and again, it comes from it really feels like it isn't, it isn't, I, I don't want to say it comes from somewhere else because that may confuse people. It is an extraneous thought that you didn't necessarily have that just pops in and you go, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. And, and, that's, and it's very, very clear. It's yeah. not muddy like you should take yeah. a left because if you take a right, you get, it's not like that. It's just do this. I mean, that's it's 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 kind of like a command. Yes. And it's clear. And once, as I've gotten more used to listening to that, let me call it thought feeling is what it feels like to me. Mm. Then, then I then I just do it, and I don't question it. It's like I get to trust it more and more. And that's what I'm trying to tell tell our audience is that you can find guidance within you but you have to learn what to trust it's a little bit like uh, different people trying to tell you this, what to do at a certain time there might be a number of different ideas that people who care about you really want to help you but they're giving you conflicting ideas there's one in there that is comes from someplace that seems right to you and that's from somehow within you and how to learn to find that and trust it is what I'm trying to talk about here. Well, I think that's really great because even if we look at like the intuitive, I, I like to call them intuitive hits. That because it's like boop. Yeah. It, it's quick, right? Yeah. yeah, it's quick. And 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 the thing about it is, uh, first of all, you're absolutely right. It feels right. It's like oh, there's a recognition. Sometimes there's a sense of peace. Sometimes there's a sense of joy, like, oh, you know, like if you're getting, like your example, getting all this different information from people and like it starts to weigh you down, it starts to weigh you down and, and then you're getting annoyed. Like the one that goes, ooh, that's the one. Yeah. It's, uh, and the, we all have, we have that. It's almost like sometimes I feel like I'm a robot being um, manipulated by an outside influence but I allow myself to do it. It's not, I'm a, I'm a voluntary robot. I'm voluntarily giving up my own sense of decision-making to something that seems beyond me. Well, and I think when we do that, when we look at that, I like to look at it just um, even so that you're not even judging yourself in that there's a certain amount of training in the world where you're supposed to look up to a higher authority, whether it's a divine authority or your parents, or your teachers, or whatever, and they have the say-so. And we want to educate ourselves and play in the energy where we actually really know. We just have to listen to and act for what we know is good for us. One of the places I hear some of the same thing, and it has to do with me, maybe you, is, is writing or any kind of like um, creative endeavor where I've heard other authors and I've had it for me is like having a voice saying, get out of the way and let us get this through you <laughs> to the paper. It sounds right to you, I guess. Oh, totally. Most of my books have been written that way. So my book, Alawashka, was written that way. My book with the Akashic Records was, like I said, it's a question. I asked the Akashic Records, who are you? Can I interview you? The, in the information here is just not accurate. And it was a conversation that I had, like a real interview, oh, with these divine beings who know everything in the world, right? Um, same with my inspiration book. It's like, wait a minute, inspiration, we need to clarify that. And um, bringing that energy in, like I love writing books because I can channel, that's the word I use, yeah. I can channel the wisdom, write it, 
and go with the flow. And not only am I writing something that I think and want to be out there, I'm learning while I'm writing. Oh, yeah. Most, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, most books are, are giving you the information that somebody already knows. When you're in that flow, when you're channeling that, you're getting wisdom that you didn't know about, and, and part of you is engaged and you're equal, and part of you is the secretary. Yeah. It's right. Yeah, part of you is the secretary. Um, I'm writing another book on coincidences now, and uh, it's a combination of having done a lot of the work to put to organize it, but it's there's also a way in which events around and in me contribute to it. But here's a question that I have about uh, Akashic record keepers and you. Uh, I, I I'm a physician. Uh, I've done uh, medical research. I know what it is to ask questions, and I know there are ways in which I can believe the question has been well answered. What Do you have any good examples of like asking the Akashic record keepers for information and then getting validation of it in the kind of a five sensory mode of regular reality here? Well, when I was looking at the Akashic records, I wasn't looking for specific validation here. It was more about how does the universe really come into being and what is your part in it? Because with the Akashic records, what they do is they collect all the information. Now, I know that sounds dry, but it's really not. If you think about you know, how the universe came into form and they came right afterward to make sure that it was quote-unquote cataloged, right? that everything that happened afterwards and all the relationships came into being. So my questions for them is, well, well, what do you focus on there? How do you follow the billions and trillions of things that happened and bring it somewhere cohesive so that if a physicist is connecting with you, whether they know it or not, you can bring them the information in that particular way, whereas somebody who's an artist and wants the same thing, will receive that information differently. So those were the kind of questions I was asking them and how they collected it and then how you would have access because I still wanted people to be able to connect. But, you know, there are different kinds of questions, which would be different than if you asked me, well, specifically, what are great ways to connect with your intuition so that you really can differentiate it. That's like a more physical reality you and I are here on Earth question. And do you, ask, que do you, do you ask questions like that? Uh, I, do I ask questions myself? I, yeah. I would ask my clients those kind of questions, like how do you feel intuition coming into your life? And the reason I would ask them that question is so they could focus on what's happening and have it open up for them. Uh, when you when you when you talk about these akashic record keepers, it seems to be all about the past. <clears throat> um, do they also talk about the future? Well, they do actually, and so and now the conversation about the future, which is fascinating, is that a lot of it is like it could happen. It you know like probability theory, right? That, that these things could happen given everything else that's going on. And for everybody to understand, we always have free will. So while it looks like it is going to follow this particular way, at any time in your life, if you change your mind or you become you know, smarter and better and happier, then you can say no to things that may have been lined up and the future is going to look differently. And that's the same way if we look at a whole cosmic view of things. It we're, may we're, look we're, like we're, a... we're coming to the end of this segment, so we can continue the cosmic view. You are listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, and our guest is Lou Murray.
they are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Yes, welcome back to CC with BB. We're getting out into the universe with Lamari, and I want to bring you back to planet Earth, Lamari. Uh, <laughs> it's... It, I like talking about these things and hearing where you go with your mind and talking to the keepers of the Akashic Record. Um, but you've gotten you've gotten kind of practical with your last your your latest book, uh, very different from the rest of them. Like like uh, yeah, I have a friend of mine who's really out shopping. She was looking for sperm donors. I know she is, <laughs> and and she's got like she's. 26 and she's got what she calls two candidates and she, she says they're not long term but i know what she's doing she's she's looking for sperm donors and she's really a cool person i really like her and she's pretty complicated and to find a guy that's going to match her in all ways is not going to be there but very likely but sperm donors is what she's looking for so once you once you she's 26 she's she's uh, well educated she's very smart she's athletic what are you going to tell what are you going to tell her about how to find that perfect guy well the shopping for a man the ultimate woman's guide to dating a really great guy so how that happened was i had already dated it wasn't really great i meditated and the divine like i like to call her said, darling, dating is shopping. Open the world up for me. <laughs> because then, like, I know how to shop. I, how, long, how, long ago, how long ago was this? This was over 30 years ago. Okay. I've been married for a long time. I want to make and, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was my initial thing. So I created for myself what I would shop for. Now, shopping also puts you in the power, which a lot of the conversations right now about um, dating and everything else, put the power in somebody else's hands and you just have to hope they show up. And this flipped it for me. It's like, oh, all right, well, what are the qualities I really admire in myself first? And then what are the qualities I admire in other people? What, what do I really feel? What do I enjoy? What do I love? And I created my own shopping list. And then I created what, you know, when you go shopping, just because you have a list doesn't mean you get what's on the list. You actually have to look and see if it's there, right? Like you can't go to the supermarket and say, I want lettuce and then come home with corn. You didn't get the lettuce. <laughs> so I created this book so that women could actually look at themselves first, what they really want, enjoy and love themselves how exactly they are knowing that they can grow into more of themselves 
and then look at this as a guide and have fun because if dating doesn't always feel fun to people, but shopping is a whole other thing because you can just leave it on the shelf and keep walking. You don't have to take it home. <laughs> and it was pure guidance. And I came out with the book because my mother, who's on the other side now, was nagging me, spiritually nagging me. It's time. Bring the book out. Hurry up. <laughs> so your mother that's how it you, came out. That's, that's, a, that's a Yiddish mama you got there. That's what oh, God. <laughs> Yes, uh, and, and guilt along with it, you know, like yeah. women are out there single, how can you hold this back, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I, so I, I still don't get it from what you're talking about. The problem I'm having talking with you is that I can't get it for me into kind of like practical terms um, and how to function in the world uh, as a psychiatrist but as an intuitive too you want to help people function in the world that's part, part and that world sure. includes more than just walking around on earth there's there are spiritual elements that mm -hmm. influence us and I, I, I can I can see the metaphor of fun to be shopping and you don't have to bring it home but it's it's and see what values I have in me. But I asked you earlier uh, for evidence of your of what you receive from the uh, from the from the Akashic records. Just how do you know what they're telling you is true? And I haven't really been satisfied in having a good answer to that. Well, so for me, I have inward evidence. Right. When we're talking about the intuitive hit, it feels right. Yes. Then I have outward evidence where things will line up. That's what I'm things will yeah. happen. OK, so things will happen just like the coincidence. Things will happen where all of a sudden I'm writing about the book Akashic Records and different emails will come to me that somebody's going, I wonder what the Akashic Records are. And I go, <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. Right. Or I will get an input on something. I generally do have, I like to, I say there's like two parts for me because I'm an intuitive and I'm a psychic. So some of the guidance just comes in and I know it's either mine or I'm going to give it away. Some of it is a, is a specific directive and I will have real world 3D results there. Do you have and any... So that's do you have any, we have about five minutes left. Do you have any specifics that have to do with your talking with me today? Well, well, yes. First of all, to be able to be specific in general and, and share with everybody how, see, I did not know, for example, how much you love questions. See, questions rule for me, Right. So now you spoke about questions in a very scientific, in, 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 in that kind of a mode, medical, scientific, how you can't get the answer unless you ask the question like this. And for me, when I'm asking questions, those questions will lead me to greater wisdom. They also lead me to write books. And I'm working, when I'm working with clients, I'm also allowing them to ask questions that are rich, not what am I going to do, blah, 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 but like rich powerful questions that once you ask that question, it opens up a new world for you. Just like when you're talking about science, asking questions, that's a coincidence. I wouldn't have known that aspect about you and me together with questions. Um, and the question I have and Yay. why I do, why I do this show is what can coincidence tell us about the nature of reality? coincidence can tell us that number one you're not alone and you're not isolated no matter what you think or feel number two there are many different things coming into play and if you start to look at coincidence you'll see people and places and guidance will come and it's right for you and you may not know it's right in the moment, and that's the training that you're talking about, how to follow your intuition, how to trust yourself and your guidance. But you may also look at it and go, oh, now I know why that happened. Now I know why I got stuck in the snowstorm and couldn't leave Santa Fe, New Mexico for three weeks, because I was supposed to move here. 
but I didn't think I was going to move here. But I moved here because I couldn't get out. Coincidence? Yes, the universe, I like to say, conspired. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people do. Yeah, all of these things happen together at one moment to help me make decisions and be in the right place so that new experiences could happen for me. The, the, and everybody who's listening, you want to like play there with yourself. Like look at it as like an exploration. What guided me here? How do I feel about that? The Santa Fe snowstorm, and I'm going to Santa Fe in a couple of weeks. I'm glad to hear it described. Uh, and I don't know why I'm going there. I mean, I have reasons, for, but, but it's like <laughs> there's an open-endedness to this to this trip. I'll see my son who'll come in from Denver and stuff like that, mm-hmm. be with a good friend of mine, and he should be her friend, but meet a friend of that. But, but, but there's something else that it feels like is going to happen to me, with me, for me, with whatever I'm doing when I go there. It's, a, it's kind of that kind of op- open-ended spiritual uh, adventure. But when you describe snowstorm in Santa Fe that made you stay there for three weeks and therefore live there. But one of the lessons that I keep finding in me and from others too, uh, and you right now, is that things that look like impediments, things that look like they're getting in your way, are really potential teachers for you. You may call it the universe doing it, where you can attribute it to someplace, and I don't know where to attribute it particularly. Uh, I like to think of my, our own responsibility for some of these things, that whatever happens that may look like it's preventing you from doing what you were expecting to do can be used as an educational thing for you where you can turn around and stay in Santa Fe for a long time, where you can like go X w- this way instead of that way, like you're blocked going to visit to get to a coffee shop, that these blocks turn out, if you think about them, turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones. Beautiful. And it's really true, and I love that. And, and, and it's going to be, sometimes it's going to be a surprise. And we should delight in those surprises. How, do, how can people get to think that way uh, will change the way we think about the world. Uh, we're going to have trouble with that with the current um, uh, <laughs> current politics going on around us. And I know some people are seeing that as a positive because it's a cleansing of the sha- of the shadow, as Jung would describe it, inherent in the world and in the United States, particularly uh, racism being one word that covers a lot of that shadow. And right. I, I hope I hope that's true. But there's a lot of us that are going to have to push it on the other side and see the positive and have conversations like this to help make that transformation uh, into something we all would embrace. Well, we're coming yes. to we'll go ahead. One more thing and then we'll, we'll have to finish. And so the, the, the thing may be for you, what questions do you ask yourself that lead you forward into a new per- perspective that lights you up? Great. Thank you, Lamari. You're listening to, you've been listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Biteman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Our guest has been Lumari. Thank you for being with us. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today.